Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Smarts and Stripes. My name is Bill Matz. I am joined this week by Kevin Keenan, former WWE official. What's up, Kev? What is up? Uh, we're going to talk all about the invasion angle. Man. It's, uh, what are we, we're Week three. 18, 18 years later, and they're doing the invasion right? They're finally nailing it? Yeah, they're doing they're doing it right. I mean, God, if you in the grand scheme of things, when you look back on the original invasion, there, I hate when people say that ah they they botched it or they did it wrong. Their or, hands were tied. Yeah, their hands were tied because they didn't have the talent available to them to properly do it. Like if they for- want, if they had the money they have now because of Fox and Saudi Arabia and everything, they could have bought out like Goldberg's contract and all that stuff. Yeah, but why would you but, even want it? Because you had. You were getting paid, on one hand, you are getting paid for guaranteed to sit home and do That's, nothing for however still, many years. You'd still have to get Hulk Hogan to agree to get right. off his ass. Or, yeah, or do you want to come over here, go city to city, and take bumps? No, I think I'll take my money yeah. in my mailbox every week for free. I'm good. No, but it, it's just, then they should have waited. That's always my thing. Sure. They should have just waited because doing it with Chuck Palumbo, I'm sorry, that's not getting anyone hard. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I I did pop when Lance Storm hopped the rail. Like, I was, oh, a, I was uh, a Lance Storm guy. There were some guys I was a fan of because I liked late era WCW. Sure. But, I mean, it was terrible. Uh, just like, <laughs> like, but, yes, to circle the back and, and answer to, your question, they, I, I yeah. think they're doing it right. Like, The Rock beat Stone Cold to end the war. That's how... <laughs> Like, that's how it all ended. And he also beat it. Who went over at WrestleMania 15? Like, we had saw that before. Yeah, exactly. Austin dropped the title to Rock, I believe, right here in Philadelphia. Uh, Austin beat the... I can't remember. But uh, anyway. Wait, who was the champ? Hold on. Who was the champ? Rock comes in as champ and Stone Cold That's right. That's right. And the the only thing I remember about that WrestleMania and that main event, actually, outside of it being in Philadelphia... Was Austin didn't have his vest? Yes, it was. He uh, wore the T-shirt. Everybody, everybody guessed that he wore the T-shirt because there was a big QVC sale that <laughs> night. But it was really his luggage was lost or something. So I forget, or I for- maybe a little bit of both. There's a story behind it. And I actually yeah. forget what it is. Hey, whenever we get the rattlesnake on this podcast, we can ask him about it. Oh, that should be in a week or two. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, NXT has invaded Raw and SmackDown. We are now heading into Survivor Series. It's this Sunday, and it is NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. A lot of three ways, triple threats and stuff, but I just want to go all the way back. 11-1, mm-hmm. they're coming back from Saudi Arabia. The most Crown of the main, yeah, Yeah, most of the main roster is coming back from Crown Jewel, or so they think, mm-hmm. for one reason or another. They have travel issues, let's one, call them. One reason or another? One reason or another. Let's call them travel issues. So there's basically nobody in the United States for SmackDown that no. night. So they decide we are going to do this NXT invasion angle. On that night, Ciampa beats Miz, Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox beat Fire and Desire. And in one of the best matches of the year, 
Adam Cole goes over Daniel Bryan clean in the middle of the ring. WWE should have travel issues more often because that was one hell of a television show. And that's 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 the first thing I wanted to lead with, Kev, because you have been the most critical of. I mean, nobody. I can't even like. I don't watch Raw anymore. I just there's too much wrestling on. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would I spend three hours doing that? Mm-hmm. But you have been the most critical. So this is outside of anything, the Fiend, because that's one character in one yeah. segment. It's been really good. Outside of that, this is the best angle they've done in months. Yeah, year. I mean, like, what is the best? What is the closest thing they've done to this I, consecutively? It's bad that I can't even spit an answer out. That I'd really have to like sit here and scratch my head and think when TV has been this good consecutively. Uh, if you recall earlier this year, I was on strike from the WWE. Yeah. I was done. I was over it. Um, man, but they they do they start this angle. Uh, back on the beginning of the month, the NXT invasion uh, of all of the rosters. Everyone's invading everybody. And what's really, really cool about this is if this Saudi Arabia thing doesn't happen, I'm not so sure that this does. And that's what my first thing was. Like, they announced before the travel issues that Survivor Series was going to include NXT. And Triple H basically cuts a promo that first night they invade SmackDown saying... We thought this was a challenge, so we're here. Yeah, but I don't but, know that you get it to this extent. Yeah, that's like, even, even just to think how great that first night was, because it, it was, wasn't planned. Like, Adam Cole in that interview says, I was putting my boots on on the plane. Like, he got on a plane three hours Shana before his Shayna Baszler got to the arena yeah. about a minute and a half before she did the run-in. It's... When you start to hear the backstory of this yeah. day, it's kind of wild. And it's I re- like an old ECW kind of story. Yeah, and I remember tweeting, like, if the WWE was smart, they'd have Adam Cole open this show. Adam Cole couldn't have opened he that show. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He basically, he did that, uh, he did that promo with, with Brian and Triple H backstage. Live. And, it, yeah, he basically walked out of an Uber into the shot. Yeah. Like, that's how it went down. They were going to include. What's that tell you about live television of WWE? No one else can do what they do. No. Oh God, no. And they, that's Bruce Pritchard always says, like on his show, like back when he was filming stuff, especially if he had someone like the Austin or the Rock at his disposal, they'd hem and haw and not and purposefully not get pre tapes done. Yeah, so, so they could like, do it live. Let's just do it live, and it would be gold. That's why I love when anyone shits on wrestling or the wrestlers, or you know, I've had people to call them fake athletes and it's fake and all this stuff. Yeah, that's fine. But one, none of you guys could ever do it. And two, none of you can ever do it to the extent that these world-class athletes and entertainers do. You find me somebody off the street or a football player or a basketball player or anybody who thinks they can do wrestling to get to get a call at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mind you, the show goes on at 8 o'clock. Yeah. To fly from Florida, excuse me, to Buffalo, New York – hop out of a car, and go live on worldwide television. And what do we always talk about? To sell an angle, to sell a pay-per-view, to get a character over, to make a heel, to make a baby face, get sympathy and heat and do everything in between. There are very, very few people in this world who can do it. The majority of them are in the WWE. Adam Cole is at the top of that list. He's, he's been incredible. as a guy. I've enjoyed his in-ring work. Some of it I like more than others. But to see him get this chance and look like an actual superstar has been really awesome. I would just love to know, though, 
would we have gotten this without, like, even if yeah. they just pushed up, even if they had this planned, okay, in a week or two, we're going to do this just to set up Survivor I Series. I honestly think this is something that they have had in their back pocket. Yeah. As, like, maybe a go-to, or if this happens, we'll do this. And maybe they pulled the trigger on that. I Like, you know, earlier, like as I said earlier, I don't know that we would have gotten it had the Saudi thing month. not. Yeah. Had the Saudi thing not gone down. And because just like anything else, we might have gotten it, but WWE is so quick to shotgun stuff. Yeah. I don't know that they would have done it as properly as they have. And man, have they done this properly. This is fantastic. That's it's hap- like that's the thing to me. Like, even if this was all right, we're gonna do it a week or two out from the pay-per-view. This has now been almost a full month of being able to set up a pay-per-view with a company-wide angle for three brands. I've really been enjoying it, but I just want to get your take on a couple of things, Kev, as we head into... Hold on, hold on one second here. I want to... Hold on one second. Okay. We're going to vamp, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Are we having a run-in right now? And we're is Tucker running in? Tucker, grab Mike Five here. Mike Five, this Mike. Yeah, yeah, right there. All right, so Tucker's a clo- closet wrestling fan, but now now that now that he's out, and we all know he's a <laughs> yeah. wrestling fan. Uh, when he when he first came here, Tucker's also the producer of uh, Joe Giulio's evening show here at WIP. Oh, I'm sorry, Tucker. Yeah, wow, man. <laughs> How do you deal with the takes, bro? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard dealing with the takes. It's because Joe is a nice guy, but it's very hard dealing. Uh, Joe's with, the nicest with, guy with the wrath of the people who call in. <laughs> so, real quick, I know you have a show to prepare for tonight, but we were just sitting here talking about the NXT invasion angle, and with uh, with Su- the Survivor Series this Sunday in Chicago, we were wondering. Do you think we would have gotten the invasion to the extent that we got it had the Saudi Arabia thing not gone down? I don't think so. Because no. I think that changed a lot of storylines moving forward. Is like this I, is this something that maybe was held in their back pocket? And, it, you know, honestly, like we were just saying, uh, there was really nobody in the United States to force SmackDown. Right. And they had no choice but to bump it up. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. That seemed like some they probably had that in the back of their mind. They should for just a while. stop writing shit then. Yeah, that's just what I get said. to the arena and be like, "All right, who do we have?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like start there. For your for your money in the in the month that we've had to build this NXT invasion thing, and we were all in Philadelphia last week, and we saw the reaction the undisputed era got in the Wells Fargo Center. Right. I mean, oh, they for, came right past us, and that was for for my for my money. They are. They are top guys. They are the top act. Adam, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just unbelievable. For your money so far, Tucker, from what you've seen, who is uh who's the MVP of the NXT invasion? Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Yeah. It's I kind, think kind like kind the Undisputed Era has done a great job kind of building their faction to be on the level of everyone else. Mm-hmm. But Shayna Baszler looks like an absolute killer. So we have next a lot to Becky Lynch and, and Bailey. She's we have been a lot crazy. of matches, and we're gonna get into it here in just a couple of seconds, but we have a lot of matches coming up to at Survivor Series. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most? I want to see the Fiend fight Bray Wyatt. You want or, s- or Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah, That's I want to see that too. That would be unbelievable. But uh, the Fiend, we've seen like three or four matches of him now on TV. Mm-hmm. A couple have been really good, and then you had that one against Seth Rollins. I'm curious to see what he can do in more of a normal setting compared to you know in Saudi Arabia or in Hell in a Cell. I'm curious to see that. And then also uh, Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Because Brock Lesnar's best matches have always been against smaller guys in the last, like, five years. 
actually, I mean, even dating back, the match he had with Eddie Guerrero when Eddie mm-hmm. Guerrero yeah. won the world title at No Way Out was just absolutely amazing. No, other than The Undertaker, I can't think of a good big guy he had a match with. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's, so, it's so true. It's so I true. Can't, I'm, that's going to be a good beating. Like, Frank's going to get killed. <laughs> like, it, this it is it, right? This is, and then we, and then Ray died. Like, yeah. and that's how this that's how this <laughs> right. ends. Because that's like his. It's been the same script for a while. Like his matches yeah. have like two or three scripts, but the best ones I can think of off the top of my head, since he had that feud with the Undertaker, were against Daniel Bryan last year at Survivor Series, against Seth Rollins, and against AJ Styles at Survivor Series a few years ago. Like it just seems like guys with that kind of skill set where they can just run around him, it makes for a somewhat entertaining match. My man Talker, thanks for right. a few minutes. Thanks a lot, man. Oh, thank you guys. All right, buddy. That was good. That was fun. Uh, that's good. That's I like that. That's you getting distracted as a referee will. Yeah. But then you know we get some good interference and it all works out. I uh, telling a story. I that's you. I've telling a story. I've called every match down the middle. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, I want to get your take on a, just a couple of things I have here, Kevin. We can. Uh, I just want to know, like, what do you think about the elevation of NXT? Because now it's not developmental. They can. It's different. It's still a different presentation, but. When when their champ goes over Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, when all their champs are lined up with our, with the main roster champs on a major pay per view, like Adam Cole is not defending the title at Takeover, he's defending the title at Survivor Series. Like, do you think this is good for NXT? It's fantastic for NXT. Um, they never re- when NXT start really started to. Excuse me, gain some momentum with, you know, what I call the first class of NXT. Well, it's not even technically the first class, but the first class really would have been like Corey Graves, Seth Rollins, Neville, those guys. But when you When the network launched and NXT your started Finn to blow Ballers, up. your Bailey's, your Sasha Banks, uh who else? Charlotte, Becky Lynch, like when the who's who of main event guys came in, that's really or who, who's who of main event guys now? Yeah, uh, really Sammy start, and Kevin. Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, really started to get rocking in uh, in NXT. That's when you really didn't look at them as a developmental anymore. I mean, it's, this sounds counterproductive. You did, but but it wasn't. Yeah. Um. You you could just tell that you know this was the black and gold was the third brand when they got to you when the the debut happened on USA Network. No matter what you thought or how you looked at them. They are now the third brand of NXT. Like there is no developmental. There is nothing wrong in my eyes with spending your entire career in NXT. Oh no! And considering who's in charge of NXT and who runs the other two shows, if you're Johnny Gargano, guess where you're going to be in the main event? Yeah, on NXT. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. Hundred uh, percent. I, I and and to that point. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I love it. He's got that NXT for Life shirt now. It's it's a oh, real thing. Yeah, uh, it's like the NWO thing. Yeah, uh, but do you think this is just for this? Like, come Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. do you think this will just be a distant memory and NXT will be all right, or is this an actual push to try to compete with and defeat AEW? Man, that remains to be seen. I do think that. In a lot of ways, uh, AEW or uh, NXT is AEW's direct competition. Yeah. I don't believe, and I don't even know that AEW believes. Of course, you know if you would look at Tony Khan on Twitter, you would have <laughs> well, you would have uh, no idea. But I don't believe that AEW thinks that they can actually compete with the WWE. Look, in order to be successful, you want to take down the top guy in your industry. You have to have that 
that killer mindset mentality and all that other stuff. It worked. It, it worked for Vince McMahon. It worked for Steve Jobs. It worked for you know whoever else. Um, but look, Vince McMahon's already done it. He's already won. No one's putting him out of business. No one's going to do. You can be a, a close and healthy second, but you're never really going to be uh, a competition to the WWE. I think AE, I hope AEW understands that. So uh, just based like even just for right now, I mean, how long was Jim Crockett promotions around before the NWO debuted in nine? Like they've oh, been I around mean, a, less than a year. Jim, AEW Jim Crockett promotions. I mean, was that was bought yeah. out and out of business in eighty nine or ninety? You know, to that point. Um, but I don't know. I, like that's they've they were around fifteen twenty years before. AEW, AEW has a lot of work to do. Um, there are the numbers the numbers of view, the number of viewers each week that I've seen are very very close. NXT and AEW. That's one thing I wanted to mention. Like, and I think it's so. And I think it's solely because it's not because either or has the better show. It's just simply. There's wrestling on Wednesday. Yeah. And my favorite guy is either on AEW or my favorite guy is on NXT. No one's really yearning. You might be watching NXT now because of the invasion, but no one is really yearning to, to, to watch one specific. And that's when I look at these numbers, it's like, oh, NXT actually won this week, but AEW still won the demo. When I look at these numbers and I just I'm not an idiot, so I know how things are calculated. It's the exact same audience. Yeah. It might be. It might be. Plus or minus 10,000 in some places, but it's the exact same freaking audience watching both shows. Yeah, the thing about it is now is like Vince hasn't had to share an audience no. for easily 20 years, ever since WCW and ECW went out of business. And so it's going to be interesting to see how he, how they move forward. What I'm do you think we ever get to the point where we see we, we're seeing with the invasion and like Becky showing up, huge pop, Seth at the end this week, big. But if they're really going to like make. NXT a legit third brand. You need a real draw on it. Sure. Do you think we ever get to the point where a Seth or a Roman is on NXT like for a period of time, not I just a run-in? I think you have a better shot of having Seth than Roman. Yeah, um, just anyone who's an actual draw in this company, those are the two top guys. Yeah, they tried it with Finn Balor, right? He said he was back in NXT. Is he already back on SmackDown? No, he's got a match, I think, with Matt Riddle at War Games. Okay. He tried starting something with Gargano, and Gargano got hurt, got so hurt. Matt Riddle okay. got thrown in. Yeah, no, I, I do. I um Look, and these guys, someone like Seth Rollins, who doesn't need the money, who's going to, who, you know, who's going to, his con the number in his contract isn't going to go down yeah. because he's in NXT. Exactly. He's already a multimillionaire. He's set up for life and that type of thing. So having that mindset of I'm going to go to NXT for six months in a lot of ways is probably healthy for guys like him who have been on the grind and been on the road and 300 days a year and all the media and stuff like that. It's a little bit of a vacation where I'm going to work once a week and do house shows twice a month. If I'm someone like Seth Rollins where I know I'm not going to lose money, I somewhat welcome it, and in a lot of ways might even ask for it. We talked about a while ago when we first started the show, different ideas that are out there, and we I threw out the idea of like a potential off-season or break for guys in their deals. Like a couple of months out of every 18 or 24 months, you get off. Like, hey, man, it's just better for everybody if you're off for two months. It just is. Could that be the destination for that where, sure. yeah, Seth, we're still going to use you. You're not home. You're not falling out of shape, but – you're not three shows in a row every weekend. Yeah, and Hunter's even said something like that, you know, of the like, where 
NXT can be used to keep our top guys fresh. Let's send them away for a while. You know, we know the numbers have shown that the majority of the fans that watch Raw and SmackDown don't watch NXT. The numbers just reflect it. Yeah. So when those people aren't watching that show, you can hide a Seth there for a while or a Finn Balor there for a while. They're still doing their thing. They're still on TV. They're still relevant in the company and the business, and they're still making their money. They're not losing. And then you can bring them back fresh to Raw or SmackDown and start them all over again. Yeah. What is, in your mind, the ultimate payoff here? Is there an ang- is there a specific angle payoff, or is it just the elevation of NXT? I think it's the elevation of NXT, but if I had to fantasy book and go somewhere really far-fetched, I think somehow NXT finds themselves in the main event of WrestleMania this year. Wow. Yeah. That would be... What what would you throw out there? Man, I don't know. It's just my it's just my forward thinking seeing where, you know, they the WWE understands the importance of NXT and really legitimizing it and making it what it is uh making it something big. Man, I don't know if you do you do a a, a triple threat for I, I don't know. I don't know. But somehow I think the NXT champion will find its way to the uh main event of WrestleMania. Cuz I was just like thinking about what we just did at WrestleMania, throw Shayna in there instead of Ronda, and that's a main event level match. Sure, but they—that's kind of the exact same thing. Yeah, they just did, and the exact thing they're doing this weekend. And it's no, and it, and, and and look, no, it's no slight to the women, but I don't think I don't think they're going to do it twice in a row. I don't think they're going to do it twice in a row. I'd be very shocked. I do. I would be too. Right, I just want to go through a little of the Survivor Series card here. Uh, like Tucker said, there are two non, um, like three way matches. It's Brock versus Ray versus the for the WWE title and Fiend versus Brian for the Universal. I'm looking forward to both. I think they'll be interesting. Um, Wyatt and Brian had an awesome match at the Rumble. Is that 2014? It was the year he wasn't in it and everybody booed. That was Punk's last match. For 2014, 15, right? 2015. I can't was remember. Was that one in Philadelphia? No, it was the the, year uh, prior. the Pittsburgh one. Yeah, the year prior, yeah. fourteen. Yeah, when Brian wasn't in the Rumble. Yeah, so they had an awesome match there. Want to see them recreate that? Fiend is awesome. Brian's awesome. But then we get to the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT stuff. Becky Bailey, Shayna. I think this is where you can put over the NXT. Yeah, and you and you, uh, she's a killer, man. And you take it on Bailey. Yeah, you ha- oh, yeah, you have. No, you, you have save to pre- you save Becky and Shayna because you that's your to. that's going to go to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's your that's a money match right there. This one, I, I'm sure this will be fun. Viking Raiders New Day Undisputed. Um, sure. Yeah, that'll be that'll yeah. be a great that'll be AEW's best match. I yeah, <laughs> like, I love um, I love Todd. Uh, I forget which one he is though. In uh, Eric or Ivar? Yeah, I mean I've known him as Todd for, you know. Since two two thousand and three. Sorry, Todd, if you ever happen to stumble upon this. <laughs> but let me let's see which one he's I think he's I think he's Ivar. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I lo- I I love Ivar. I like uh, that they I finally started to like Um so yeah, I'm try- I'm I'm hope I'm I'm glad to see him on a uh on on the big scale, but again, no disrespect. They the WWE needs it's not it's not the Viking uh it's not the Viking Raiders' fault. The WWE needs to get behind them a little more and yeah. make us care about them a little bit more. But 
nonetheless, I'm happy for them. I think they're finally starting to do it. They have the titles now, so hopefully that goes. Uh, I yeah, like but this. Yeah, ha- but they, they gave them the titles and still yeah. haven't made me care. Yeah, I think that's just tag teams. We have to <laughs> stop. But we have, no, because I love the Undisputed Era, whether they have the titles or they don't. That's yeah. Vince doesn't run that show. That's, That's true. The difference. Uh, I love this because it's like a match that you could have seen at any bingo hall in North America a couple of years ago. AJ versus Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. That might have been on a couple of bingo halls. I'm, shows, like, I'm trying to honest. think of some ROH shows I was at. Like, you know what? I, some sort of form of this match I've seen before, but that's just. Like, if you grew up with old TNA or you like indie wrestling, I just like that these three guys yeah. are on a WWE pay-per-view together. You know, for me, I I love Shinsuke, but he, for he, for me Oof. in this match, he's the odd man out. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles is, no pun intended, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He is fantastic. Um, but I, I, I'm going to really enjoy seeing Roderick on this stage and in that environment, and he has always been a star. I've known him since 2003. He has always been really, really good. Um, and I'm really happy to see that he's going to get his time no, to shine I, at, at Survivor Series. I love Roderick Strong, the messiah of the backbreaker. That's oh, yeah. just cool. Like I like innovative moves. He comes up with stuff. And he's one the one guy on this card that I feel like the audience is the least familiar with in terms of the NXT people. Mm-hmm. So it's a good chance to be like, oh, there's someone new. And it's like, you've known him since I've been watching him since like 03. Yeah. Like, well, he's going to come in as yeah. North American champion and yeah. he's going to be highlighted and he's going to he's gonna do a great job. Uh, with all these with all these matches where it's the three champs against each other, mm-hmm. I wish they would condense titles. I know it's different with NXT, what but I just I would just have them all winner take all titles. Yeah. I just hate that there's... T- More than anything, I think they need to... Con- the tag titles need to be condensed, and the world titles. That's what I would love to just see somehow. I kind of like the idea of having two world titles, one for each brand. I, I, I we're at a point now where if they, re- if, if they're serious about the brand, brand split, and we'll that, I mean the track record isn't really on their side. Um, but if we really care about the brand split, there's nothing wrong with having a world champion overall and world champion of SmackDown because technically. They're supposed to be two separate companies. If they want to do it that way, I'd be all for it. I just Again, haven't seen that since rec- like 2002. Correct. The track, right. track record doesn't really work in their favor. I get it. Uh, there are two five versus five versus five uh, elimination Survivor Series matches. God Triple bless threats. the referee. Oh, oh my, my God. God. The referee, the camera guys, <laughs> anyone who has to do with keeping track of this shit. Uh, but I've never made any bones about me being really, really good. Like I always. I wouldn't, I you know, I wouldn't hesitate to tell people how how good in the ring I was, and most of the talent backed that up. Man, I wouldn't want to do this match for anything. You know how many how many finishes you have to remember? Yeah, not to mention everything else 15? in between. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, good. No, Lord. there's a lot of moving parts here. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, but both NXT teams, uh, for the men and the women, TBD. Have not maybe the maybe it'll be announced tonight. We're taping this on Friday evening. Maybe on SmackDown tonight, we get some clarity on who's on those teams. But uh, well, that's interesting. I, I find it there, odd. There might, there might be some surprises there. Yeah, I find it odd, and it's led to a lot of people wondering: Is Triple H on Team NXT? He shut that down the other day. That's I have the quote here from him, and it's basically I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's basically I have no interest in that. The young man's game. It's yeah. It's this is a. And it's just funny, like, because if you've read the dirt sheets through any of Triple H's prime, especially, to hear him go, 
This is about elevating the new. I'm an old guy. Like, why would anyone want to see this? Until he, it's until, so freaking funny. Until the day of. Until and, the swerve. And, and, and yeah. he feels like getting that huge pop in the yeah. building. And he, and you know what? It's not necessarily. It's not like it wouldn't get over. It would. It would be insanely over. And it's not necessarily solely about him. Who wouldn't want a team with Triple H? No, and that's. Yes, if I'm when a you're young guy about, and I'm in this and I'm in this match, I want Hunter on my team. And when you're talking about how ridiculous it is going to be to keep track of this thing, you have the Ultimate Ring General standing there at ringside. He could do it with his eyes closed. Yeah, I mean that's Triple H. No matter what you think about Triple H, that dude knows freaking psychology. Like he just does. Um, I would love to see. I would love to see him in it. But at the same time, I really appreciate him just going. No, that's not what this is about. I'm all right. Uh, I do. I would love to see some sort of swerve, though. Like this is Survivor Series, we know the history. I would love to get to some sort of Triple H turns on NXT or someone on Raw or SmackDown nah. turns on their show and sure. goes there. That's fine. Something. I'm okay with that. Something like Hunter's that. Hunter's the, you know, for better or worse, Hunter's the face of NXT. No, he's he's the Paul Heyman. Yeah, you yeah. can't can't have that. All right, uh, Kev. I, oh no, one more thing. Oh, one more. You need to you need to talk to somebody. Oh. You need to talk to someone you know at that company. Get my phone out right now. The red and blue shirts. I don't need to be told who's on what show. <laughs> and you know what? If I don't know what show you're on, it's because the company's not doing a good enough job of freaking selling it. <laughs> to on. put them in their team uniforms is so damn ridiculous and hokey. I just it makes me cringe all the time. Oh, here's Cesaro in a hat. Like I didn't know it was Cesaro. She'll do. You think you think she'll take the call? I think I think Steph will take the call. <laughs> <laughs> I know it'd be it would be like such a Howard Stern bit to just call her see if she answers. No kidding. She would. There, was is there any chance she'd pick up on? First I don't know. Call? I have not a chance. She knows knows my number. And I, <laughs> and I haven't had to use that number in about ten years. And it is like a pay per view oh, weekend. Even longer than that. Yeah, yeah, ten years. Yeah. All right, Kev. I all think right, that's it. I think that's all we've got on the NXT invasion. Looking forward to Survivor Series. Real quick before we go, don't okay. forget today we were supposed to have WWE superstar Mike Kanellis on uh, due to a scheduling conflict on both. Our side, yeah. you know, the podcast side and Mike's side. We are we are to do it this Tuesday, me and you. Uh, Mike Canales this Tuesday night. We're going to have it on for a very special uh, Thanksgiving week episode. Wow. And then there's a couple uh, couple more surprises after we that. We have some good stuff coming up, so stay tuned to Smarks and Stripes. For Kevin Keenan, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.